Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, I know, I probably shouldn't be eating mac and cheese for breakfast, but you know what? You weren't the boss of me. <laughs> okay, now I feel better about eating half a coconut cream pie with my coffee this morning. Yum. A strong wordle score sometimes feels like somebody just handed me a best-in-show ribbon, and I've never even gotten it in one try. What was life like before Wordle? I can't recall. Me either. Have such a good day. Hello world, welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that returns, hoping, praying, <laughs> that you'll do just that. Yeah, emphasis on the praying. Welcome to the show that talks about vibes and birds and they are definitely not a hoax okay vibes and birds vibes and birds and asshole pets among Uh, other things the birds aren't real thing i've only like heard of it in passing and i'm just like i don't even get the joke you know it's kind of just supposed to like be lighthearted and funny making fun of like all the conspiracy theories out there but it's like i mean it's funny at first glance but it kind of gets old and i mean dude come on like i just saw like a whole flock of robins eating out front they are definitely real they have heartbeats like they're real they're not robots at the the beach this morning (laughs) i took otis the dog to the beach um yeah it's early and there's there's plenty of birds all sorts of birds uh out and about and he knows he can't catch the birds (laughs) but he 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 runs after them and then they kind of go into the ocean and he's like eh I don't know, not, not doing that. But this, uh, for some reason, there was a bird that kind of went straight out and he was just like prey drive action where he's just mm-hmm. like, me too. You know what I'm like? Oh, that's no. Because the waves are real big. You know, it's just like, it's yeah. dangerous surf anyway. Yeah. And so he, it, everything was fine. He was just like, what have I done? Do you think the birds are scared of him? I mean, what do they think? No, I do not. I think they're mm-hmm. like, uh okay dummy we're just gonna fly now and you can't catch us well i wonder if they can decipher between like a dog and a car because you know when you almost hit a bird in a car and they're like whoa whoa and they like you know get out of the way it's like what do they see exactly it's just something coming at them yeah Hmm. i don't i don't know you never know we Hmm. should ask a bird we should ask a bird i'll consult the robins after the show please do you guys seriously though what? This is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. Well, birds 
are absurd in their own ways. I'm a big bird fan. They're very prehistoric. They're just great. I love great. a bird. Yeah. Um, I had a pet bird uh, many, many years ago in my in my childhood. Was it a and finch? He was a cockatiel. Mm -hmm. His name was Squeakers. <laughs> and uh, it all started because I had this babysitter, like, like an after school babysitter because my parents worked. So like I had to go somewhere for a few hours after school when mm -hmm. I was too young to be home alone. Um, also, I don't even know how I would have gotten home like in the country. It was like really far. But um, the babysitter, she took a few of us kids after school every day. And it was fun. You know, you just like play for a while until your mom comes and gets you. But she had a conure, which is like a small parrot mm -hmm. named Dusty. And Dusty was not very fond of us. And we also were instructed, like, don't go up to Dusty you know, without permission, like you mm -hmm. can't just go touch him, you know, he'll bite you. Yeah. And it's also not your house. And, <laughs> you know, because of that, we were all just obsessed with Dusty. You know, we all, like every once in a while, you know, we'd be like, you know, she, she'd put, you know, uh, Dusty on my shoulder, you know, and I'd just be like, this is the coolest thing. <laughs> I loved Dusty. And so because of that, for years, um, you know, we always had like three cats and a dog. And so I'd be like, we need a bird. My parents were like, no, we're not getting a bird. And finally, I must have wore, wore them down because we did. We got Squeakers the Cockatiel, who was with us for many years. Mm -hmm. um, and he was a real jerk. But <laughs> See, he was also, pets. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was really, he was, he was a dick. But <laughs> he was also really cute about certain things. Like he loved napkins. Mm -hmm. He was very yeah. into napkins. Like he ate them? He wouldn't or eat he them, like but he would... Or he them as blankets? Well, what, like, so he had a cage, right? And mm -hmm. he, he was mostly kind of outside of his cage. Um, he was really only in his cage with it closed overnight. You know, he put a little, like, blanket over the cage and say, good night. But, uh, but he would, you know, sit on top of his cage. Like, he liked it, you know, mm -hmm. where his food is, his water and everything. And if you, like, tied a paper towel, like, onto the top of the cage, just like a little knot... Mm -hmm. he'd be like ooh and How like fun. kind of flirt with it and <laughs> yeah. sing to it and kind of like bob his head and you you have to change it out every once in a while cuz he would sort of like bite at it and, mm -hmm. you know and it would start to get Maybe funky he thought it was a female female bird. he just loved he loved all things napkin and if you like put a napkin on top of him he'd be like Ooh, you know, and like to his little like flappy wings. It was really a reminder cute. of the simple pleasures. But you know, I, I don't know. I mean, a bird as a pet is different. I my sister had birds too. I believe she had a cock cockatiel, right? Yeah, the not a cockatoo. Uh, cockatoo like is a, the big white bird. Yeah, there's a small cockatiel is the little guys. Yeah, yeah, and then she had finches, and I remember like feeling kind of bad for them because like the cage wasn't. I mean, it was not small, but it wasn't big, and they were stuck and then, in there. And then yeah, the whole it's a little sad. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, there are certain situations where I I would be pretty happy having a bird again, but it would not be in a cage all day. Mm -mm. that just yeah, it would just be flying around your house and like sleeping with you in your linen sheets and going maybe. out for a walk and <laughs> maybe. Yeah. hey oh actually remember I think it was a few shows back I I have a workman who has this bird it's some kind of like pheasant or something and it like it, it's like his pet and he's like hangs out in the backyard he doesn't fly 
so he doesn't leave like he's just he's, he's like has a name it's like george or something and like he he like hangs i think it's kind of cool he's like a big bird i have to find out what I mean, kind of bird yeah, it is pheasant is is that's that's hardcore i don't think it was a pheasant or i don't think it is a pheasant i think it's i i can't remember what it is i will report back but i'm i'm kind of fascinated i never knew you could have that i mean other than like chickens if you want you know to have eggs and well, people have like carrier pigeons you that's know, true or doves i mean or... ghost dog yo yeah <laughs> right good example yep. of that um mm -hmm. i think i think the royal tenenbaums also had um some carrier pigeons. yeah probably most wes anderson movies have pigeons in them <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh gosh well i've had not a terrible week not that I've had lots of terrible <laughs> weeks lately, but you know, some weeks are better than others, but uh -huh. it's been quite warm here and we're in a super drought. So the warmth and the sun feels really great, but I wish it would rain because it's supposed to rain, but it feels really great. It actually, yeah. it like drizzled for like eight minutes the other day. Do you think that put a dent in the drought? Well, <laughs> it, it literally drizzle like here. drizzled for like a couple minutes. It was kind of sad. It was like, really? Like why bother? Yeah, I know. It's like you might as well just just call it a day and let it, let it rain. Let it rip. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, we have for sure not gotten any rain here. I even like watered some of my outdoor potted plants the other day because I'm like, you poor kids, you know, <laughs> you need you need sustenance. Mm -hmm. But uh, the sort of bigger news, I guess, around here uh, in Sonoma County, and I'm not sure what the deal is. Uh, in the rest of California, because I don't know anything about the world anymore. I just live in a bubble. <laughs> but uh, no more masks indoors. Yeah, I hear we've, we've Oh, yeah. Okay. So I believe maybe it's statewide. I thought LA County, think there was is, still a mask mandate. But I think that you can, I think places can make their own decisions if they, I don't really know either. See, this whole thing is very confusing. So, you know, it's funny because I went uh, grocery shopping a couple days ago so the mandate lifted two days ago here we're you know yeah from when we're on tuesday from where, i guess from when we're recording yeah mm -hmm. and and i just didn't know um mm -hmm. I, I i wasn't up on it <laughs> i i don't know where i would have seen the news i guess i just didn't hear about it and yeah. i had gone grocery shopping at this it's a it's a market but it's like it's hard to explain. It's not a supermarket where you sort of walk through the double doors that close behind you. It's somewhat open air, mm -hmm. but it's still, when you go back far enough, it's not a tiny little fruit stand. I mean, there's more to it. Mm -hmm. So you're indoors, but it's very airy. And I noticed a couple people who weren't wearing masks. I saw one person and it didn't really register. And then I saw another one and I'm sort of like, whoa, no mask. <laughs> and I just wasn't gonna, they weren't that close to me. And I was just like, I'm not going to get involved in this, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, I assume if a worker sees them, they'll, they'll have to put their mask on. And I didn't really think anything more about it. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I was, I don't know, I don't remember where I was. Oh, I was at the hardware store, which is very small, very small, you know, and kind of cramped. Mm -hmm. And the guy behind the counter wasn't wearing a mask. And I said, no mask, huh? You know, I, I, and yeah. I didn't mean to be rude about sure. it, but like, I was sort of like, he probably forgot, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just sort of a gentle yeah. reminder. Right. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, 
don't have to anymore. And I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> says who? And he goes, says, I don't know. California. <laughs> governor. Yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was a weird feeling because the first time we were able to take masks off here, didn't last very long, just mm -hmm. over a month, I think, was last summer. Um, I think it was like lifted in May and then like by the end of June, we had to wear them again. So yeah. didn't really have a whole lot of time to get used to it. But I did go to the grocery store and a few other places, you know, during that time. And sure. I was like, okay, no mask, you know, some people still wore them. I chose not to, felt kind of good, felt <laughs> like life was coming back. And then it's like, that was short lived. Womp womp. Yep. And this time around, it's like, it's just been so long at this point mm -hmm. that uh, I went to... After Odie and I went to the beach, there's this like incredible bread place uh, that's like in this tiny little town that if you're going to the beach, it's it wouldn't be convenient for me to go otherwise, you know, mm -hmm. but we were coming back from there. And again, it's an outdoor thing. Like you're waiting in line. It's very popular. So you go, you're always going to be waiting in line, but it's outdoors and it's just like people and their dogs. And I, you know, I kind of look at the, you know, there were probably a solid 15 people in line, you know, kind of queued up. And I'm sort of like, do I wear it? Do I not? I don't have to. But I would say it was about half and half. Mm. A lot of people weren't, mm -hmm. you know. Um, the people inside, because you kind of go up to like a counter window and you order and, you know, all the bread people are inside. So you don't actually go in anywhere. It's just yeah. kind of a window. But they were wearing masks. And so I was like, I just feel better. I feel like I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm with you workers, you know, yeah. working hard to, you know, to, to make this food that I'm about to buy. It just feels like the right thing to do. So mm -hmm. I wore it and, you know, nobody looked at me weird because uh, it's like, I think we're all just trying to get used to it. But I just felt strange. Yeah. I felt like almost naked. Oh, yeah. It. It's, it's really funny because uh, I had a similar experience and I ended up not wearing my mask you know, because, uh, yeah, it was basically like, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And I go into my local co-op and, uh, you know, I, I walk in without a mask and I, yeah, I felt naked. I felt like I, and people like looked over at me, you know, it was like, I, it was like, I was standing naked in front of the class, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, uh, yeah. hi. And yeah, all the workers for the most part were wearing masks. And, you know, I think there was like one person where I had never seen their face without a mask. And I like, I think that's that person, that checker that I've been going to the, for the for the past two years, and I've never seen their mouth. Um, right. but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I was like cruising through the. It, it felt weird. I was like, I felt. I didn't feel guilty. I felt. I felt exposed is maybe the best word. Um, yeah. Because I was like, I almost like not showing my mouth because then you're just you don't you don't necessarily have to smile. It's like you can kind of hide behind it. And so yeah, I felt really exposed. I felt fine though. I felt safe enough. I mean, it's not like I'm up in someone's grill in the in the produce aisle, like. Sure. You know, but but you know, they're you know, I'm kind of leaning over to grab a cabbage, and there's like a woman with a mask, right there, and I think she kind of was startled by me not wearing them. I don't know if she was startled because I was closer than usual, or that I wasn't wearing a mask. So it's I think we're all just not used to it. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, definitely when I'm when I'm on a hike with my dog and you know, I'm not wearing a mask. Right. If I'm even even if I'm running errands like I've got my mask in my hand as I'm walking yeah. in the front door, 
of wherever I need to go, you know, mask goes on. It's like, I'm not wearing my mask in my car driving. A lot of people I, do, I though. have actually I forgotten a couple that. times. Uh, but, uh, but, but um, yeah, I think it, it's sort of, I feel sort of, I don't know. It's it's just, it's like learned behavior. Oh, That's for sure. the way that I feel about we it. Adapt. Because we do, we adapt. And it's just the the little time where... I was not wearing a mask again last year. It was just, it was such a little blip. Yeah. And it went away. I was like, eh, that was fun while it lasted. You know, whatever. Like, you know, time to be safe again. And the whole thing about, okay, well, you don't have to wear it anymore means no one should be judged for not wearing it anymore. And you have to assume that they're vaccinated and being safe. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just can't ask everybody. We're not all wearing our like cards on our chest. And like you a have to Scarlet assume letter. too, like some people are going to not wear their masks to just be ornery or you know that that haven't been vaxxed you know that's going to happen oh i'm positive yeah yeah i mean that the only thing you can do is protect yourself yeah you know it's like I, there's just no way to to really know how mm -hmm. else everybody's living their lives but mm -hmm. there there is a little bit of a um i'm gonna have to ease into it i do have to yeah. do some errands this weekend so we'll see we'll see well let me know we'll see because i yeah we're going to the farmer's market tomorrow you know last weekend we went to the farmer's market they were pretty strict up until recently but like last weekend you didn't have to wear masks and it's an outdoor market like fully outdoor but you didn't have to wear them last weekend but you've had to wear them for this last year or so and it's just it's it's a drag to wear them outside like that i guess and you know it's it, God, I mean, the whole vibe, it's like so much more fun to go. It's just, it's like you just feel liberated. And I'm um, just, I'm going now because I kind of stopped going because I was like, oh, God, it's just so, it's a pain in the butt. And uh, so I'm excited about that. So I will, I will test those waters myself. And it's interesting because getting all these rumblings of like all these festivals that are kind of dropping, you know, they, they drop their flyers online, you know, on Twitter or whatever. And you know, Coachella is like has officially like dropped the safety precautions for this spring. No, you don't need to be vaccinated. No testing or masking requirements. Blah 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 blah. Really? Yeah. That sounds insane. I know. I mean, maybe I, I maybe they just. I mean, I I get that you you wouldn't have to wear a mask, but the whole idea is that you know you kind of have proof of vaccination. I but agree. Perhaps it's it's just such a big festival that they know that it would just be a nightmare to I don't know that's I've only been it. to Coachella once and it was way too much for me I'll never go again yeah and I think it's funny I'm I, I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts about uh this because they did say one piece of this article that I did see was that they it would be an insane amount of crew that you would have to be monitoring people wearing their masks can you imagine like people like in a mosh pit and you're like put your mask back on you know, your mask is like falling off and you're all sweaty. And yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing though. So some of my friends in one of my friend groups called the Chat Olympics is what we call ourselves, but they've been kind of, you know, dropping in these, these concert flyers that have been popping up a lot of hip hop stuff, you know, well, there's like the governor's ball, which is in New York city, which isn't hip hop focused, but then there's this Mount Westmore with like Snoop and Ice Cube. And then there's this Lovers and Friends that has like Lauren Hill and TLC. It's like a Vegas thing. And they're kind of talking about going and, and it, and like, seriously, I mean, like back in the day, like I would be front and center. I would totally mosh if, if that was what was happening. And it was like a real tribal experience. And like, when I look back on those times, it, it 
is wonderful. Like I, a lot of my favorite experiences were in those situations, but when I was hearing my friends kind of talk about, they really do truly want to go to this show in Vegas. I mean, theoretically, it does sound really fun to like rage, you know, on a hip hop dance floor. But the first thing I thought of was a shooting. I'm like, well, well not going to feel safe because gosh, that, that shooting that was there that, that one year, that mm -hmm. was really scary. People sweat flying in your face, like rubbing elbows and like having to wear earplugs. Like, I know I might sound like an old person, but like, it sounds stressful. The whole thing sounds <laughs> stressful. It's like, it does not out. I feel like the fun may not outweigh the stress anymore. And I don't know if it is age talking here, but it is a fragile balance of like, how we're gonna enter back into the world of having fun. Cause I wanna have fun and I am having fun now. It's not that I never have fun, but like, getting back out in the world in crowd situations and staying safe. And I'm not saying just from COVID because I'm not, I'm not hyper paranoid about COVID, but I'm all this other stuff that's going on in the world. The world has just become a less, you know, safe place. But I, I don't know, maybe I'm, at a, I'm just out of practice. Like you were saying, maybe it's an adaptation thing, maybe not, but I'm more excited about getting out there that the springtime, like things kind of opening up in terms of, the sky being brighter, you know, the flowers blooming, being able to like lay outside in a hammock, you know, wearing shorts, prancing in the poppies, you know, I don't know about a crowd of sweaty people. It doesn't excite me right now. So I'd be curious how you guys feel about this. Um, what are you excited about in this re-entry? Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Indeed, indeed, do so. I am, I'm pretty much, and I know that hopefully there'll be like fun exceptions in the future. I'm pretty much done with musical venues. And I'm not even <laughs> talking about festivals that are like massive. Cause I yeah. never liked those. I've never yeah. liked the like you never multiple did. stage. You got to run to this way. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it bothers me. And there's too many people and yeah. it, it's, you're looking for the bathrooms and, and, uh, yeah, but but even even just your feet hurt. Like, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, lines are long for snacks yeah, and lines. blah blah blah. Ugh, but the lines. The but but it's even. I mean, how many times did you and I go to the independent right in San Francisco back oh, in the yeah. day? And it's packed, and you're having so much fun, and you kind of even like push to get to the front a little bit. Yeah, and you know, and it's all and, part of it. You know, I'm a a tiny person, so I'm never gonna be like over anybody people are always going to be taller than me around there's me. always the most tall dude standing in front of you it's yeah and, but even and there have been times where i'd be like yo can i get in front of you and they're like yeah of course i can totally yeah. see over you mm -hmm. but there have been times where it's like the like pulse of the crowd was really fun sure and i don't know if i can feel that way again because yeah. i'm like i'm worried about being crushed to death mm -hmm. uh because i have good reason to that yep. happens yep um i'm worried about there being a fire and not getting out of the yep. fire exits because that happens uh-huh and and just yeah like you said that feeling of humans way too close to me yeah you know and in some cases touching me not like groping me mm -mm. although that happens too but <laughs> just just like a body touching me and I don't know the person is like that. I don't know if I can make that fun again. I know. I think I that know. ship you, might have sailed for me. I know me. we 
we it's like we know too much now it's just like yeah. it's like the 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 innocence of being young and that sort of ignorance of yeah it doesn't it was so fun rubbing elbows with people and it was either like a cute boy or maybe it wasn't i mean there was there was definitely those times i remember these like you know just mean people in the crowds but but most of the time it was like people cheering on for the same band you know and it was fun and it was just like this just fun party and uh, and i do miss that but I, i've had some situations where you know someone throws a drink at you or whatever i don't know why would they do that i don't know not not that they they directed it straight at me but like oh it's just like it spills on you and you're kind of like oh man Well, a lot of times they'll be like oh yay let's spray this uh champagne isn't this fun and then you're like no fuck you i have champagne all over me now it's like in my hair that like that's happened a lot where and you know a lot of people like that they're like woo champagne oh my gosh i i mean can't think of when one one time that has happened to me well, Unless Sarah. I was like in in the you know like a like a Vegas pool party like there's definitely sure. been like champagne like you know sprayed on somebody because it was their birthday and we're like mm-hmm. yay we're in bathing suits it's fine <laughs> but if it was a stranger who's like I'm gonna dose you I'd be like oh no I remember it being someone on the stage and so like oh, you basically like right. spray the champagne on the crowd from oh, the stage yeah no thank you and it's like oh. no. and so people like open their mouth or like ah. Oh, me here you know it's like i i don't it's not like i'm like (laughs) mad about it i'm just like yeah now i'm soaking wet and it's like cold in here like (laughs) it's just like people are sweaty and hot but now i'm cold covered in champagne i'm sticky i didn't even get drunk this sucks but oh boy have i had some good times and i've been to such a wide range of venues like small large like and such a variety of like music talent you know everything from i mean gosh um danny brown to you know like the cure and just so much fun and i and i miss those days and i and i it's funny i hear some people recently say oh i took my kid to the rolling stones concert you know like at a huge venue and i'm like wow you did that like i would just feel kind of maybe unsafe i don't know especially with like a little kid you know especially with everything that happened last year like the travis scott concert I don't know. I yeah. mean, maybe we're just getting more cautious as we age. I'm not really sure. I think it's it's a mixture of, yeah, the modern world we live in, um, feeling a little bit older and wiser, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and less adventurous in my case, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I have never, it, it totally depends on the parent and the kid. Uh, so I'm yeah. not going to be like, oh, the kids shouldn't be at adult sort of venue type things because I know that it's... I have no place to even tell anybody how I feel, but there have been situations where I'm kind of like, why is your kid here? And it's not because (laughs) I don't think they are capable of having fun. It's like, it's hot, you know, Mm -hmm. there's too many people being wild, you know, like I am just like, I would just be so nervous. I like, I'm nervous when I hang out with my friend's kids and it feels chaotic. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sort of like, nah, there are children here. Let's go to safety. Let's go let's go to a, a safe landing somewhere away from these people who are erratic and might do something crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It's so true. I mean, and the thing is is we're coming off such a stressful couple years. I mean, think about how people have been acting in airplanes and in airports. It's like people are gonna like lose their shit, like in a good way and maybe a bad way. I mean, people 
I don't know. I would be a little, I would definitely be cautious getting out there. Uh, I think people, are, <laughs> you're going to see some weird stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to go to a wedding in Ohio in July and I'm like worried about it and it's February. Did you get a ticket already? No, I haven't. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I haven't canceled my trip or anything. This is all something I'm planning to do, but it's like, it stresses me out. It just stresses me out because it's like, okay, there's a lot of things have to happen for me to get there, you know, not just like, oh, I'm worried about, you know, wearing a mask on a plane or whatever, because I assume that's going to be a mandate for some time, although I don't know, but it's, it's just, it's just like, I'll be so far from home, you know, and my dog's got to do something and... You know, it's that we've far got from we, home thing too. That well, and a lot of this also, and you know, I, I don't want to complain about Airbnb really at all anymore because I've done plenty of it. But it's uh -huh. like we're gonna, you know, July is high season here. I mean, it, we're gonna be balls to the wall here at the oh, house, yeah. you know, and it's hot, and people are gonna be in the pool, and they're gonna, you know, need things, and something's gonna break, and it's like the couple of times where something you know has happened where i'm not at the house mm -hmm. i haven't been far yeah i might have you know had to either it's rush sketchy. back home or at least kind of like talk somebody through something but i wasn't at somebody's wedding across the country can you attend via zoom <laughs> is that happening still <laughs> i i don't think that that's not so fun i'm sure i could but yeah. i mean it's not i i would like to go a lot of people i know will be there and you know it'll be fun sure. but but we'll see we'll see well, on a, uh, speaking of planes, but on a somewhat lighter note, I don't know, it kind of depends on where you are in the world. Heather, I'm sure you're aware that there's been this crazy storm um, uh, in the UK. Mm -hmm. And Storm Eunice uh, is the name, and it's like crazy, like over 100 miles per hour winds, you know, tearing roofs up, and there's videos all over the internet of, you know, people's garbage cans flying through the air. I mean, it's pretty major. Mm -hmm. And... As of this recording, I, I believe it's starting to die down, but over the last couple of days, it's been, you know, pretty bad and people are stuck inside and kind of worried about it and all that stuff. Well, there was a live stream that happened uh, Friday morning and this was, you know, London time. Mm -hmm. So it was well before I was awake, but it was a live stream of this guy his name is Jerry Dyer, uh, who has this like YouTube channel called Big Jet TV. And it's exactly what it sounds like. He he does live streams of jets flying in and out of Heathrow Airport. That's fun. And he's popular. Like he's yeah. he's he's fun and he's like totally enthusiastic about planes. And he kind of posts up and does videos with commentary. And he's he's near enough to where they're taking off and landing that he's seems pretty close. You know, he's obviously zooming his camera a bit. Mm -hmm. But he seems pretty close. And there is a, a, a live stream during the storm, because Heathrow stayed open, of these huge jetliners like trying to land. But like the wind was so strong that mm -hmm. every landing was like precarious. Like, wow. are they going to make it? You know, and you figure, you know, the pilots are doing their best. Uh -huh. The, you know, air traffic uh, tower, you know, is, is certainly on a good day, like they kind of land themselves you know mm -hmm. what i mean with the pilot just supervising but it's like there are also a bunch of people on that plane you know like <laughs> and you've had you know you've ever had a like a crazy plane landing yeah. it's like you know it's not fun oh yeah and makes no, you not want to fly again but then you do well yeah i mean or you don't <laughs> yeah. but 
but uh, so this whole live stream by the time i got wind of it it was already over it wasn't live anymore but it was like the talk of the internet uh we actually talked about it on daily tech news show uh last week as well uh because it was just like we and the question we were all asking ourselves is like why you know why is it that some things like that i mean that's so niche that's so specific like mm -hmm. i have never once even though i'm i am fascinated that huge planes can fly in the air mm -hmm. i've never once like gone to a field next to lax uh which i know some people have done you know and and just be like let's watch planes mm -hmm. it's just it's not something i've gone so far as to do but i mm -hmm. I appreciate the fact that someone else is like, I love this so much that I'm gonna like make a YouTube channel and I'm gonna share it with the world. This particular stream was like, it was actually really dramatic. You mm -hmm. know, it would have been really horrible if something bad had happened and nothing did. You had some planes who like couldn't land and so they mm -hmm. had to like go to another airport type thing, but like it wasn't like there was a crash or anything. Yeah. That, that would have been like tragic and super horrible. This wasn't that, but it's like, I mean, millions of people have watched this stream now, even though it's wow. it's not live anymore. It's like pretty popular, you know, for something that's on, that was only a few hours old, at least when I watched it. I haven't, I don't even know what that is. It's funny, you didn't know about the masks, but then you knew about this like niche, like webcam, it's awesome. I love it. Well, cause it's a news item, you know? Sure. I, I feel, trust me, I am very stupid about lots of things going on in the world because there are days where I'm just like, I got to focus on the things I got to focus on, you know, it's like mm -hmm. work or my, uh, you know, household duties, or I don't know, you know, visiting a friend or what, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I completely don't know this huge thing that's going on that everyone else seems to know about. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the mask thing also, I feel like I could be forgiven just because things change so much around here. Oh, but yeah. yeah, you would have thought I would have heard about it at least on like KQED radio or something. Yeah, I mean, yes, I just wasn't listening during the right time, or yeah. maybe I've just been out to lunch mentally. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards.
Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's too much news. You can't, 24 hour news cycle. I mean, you cannot know it all. There's just no way. <laughs> no, there isn't. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I have a, uh, <sighs> this is not really, I think I would definitely be forgiven for not knowing a lot about this, but I've got these folks that I'm in a crypto channel with, like mm-hmm. a Slack channel. Mm-hmm. And, they're all into crypto and I am when I after I had surgery and I was just like bedridden last year I was just into stuff that I wouldn't have had time for otherwise Mm because I had some downtime you know so I was like all right I'm gonna like try harder to understand what everybody's talking about you know Mm -hmm. you know or or this particular I don't know NFT and you know a lot of it i'm just like nah i'm just not even interested enough to do this and i also don't have money to play with so it's like not that fun Mm -hmm. but i should know about it and that that's like one of those things where i will check in not even like all day every day because they're just yapping all day every day who's got the time Mm -hmm. i don't know how they do but i don't and you know i'll check in and just be like i don't even know you know there'll be like some drama like somebody got doxxed and it was like crypto related where i'm just like i just don't even have like there's only so much brain capacity that i have of course and granted some of that brain capacity goes to horrible trash television that i enjoy very much (laughs) you know so it's like sure i could be like a scholar all day every waking hour of my day Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we got to take a little rest, everybody. <laughs> so pardon me if I'm just getting up to speed on, you know, Ukraine. Well, you're you're way more up to speed on this crypto stuff. I mean, I, I've mentioned this before. I was never, you know, I never had that brain capacity to think about, like, investing and stocks and, right. like, finances. Like, I did fairly well in my career, but, like, I never was one to prepare for my retirement and my IRA and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm kind of into it now. I mean, I think because I'm like more mature and I have, I've grown up. Um, but I, yeah, you only have so much brain capacity. I mean, seriously, and you choose what you want to fill your brain with. I mean, it's like you are what you eat. You are what you think about (laughs) in a lot of ways. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, there is. uh, Before we move on, I just want to say when I say trash television, it's like that sometimes like almost sounds like I'm being mean to the television show. There are lots of television shows that I put in that category, but it's like I'm mostly talking about just reality television. Yeah, but it's not that you can't get something out of it. It totally depends on the show. So don't let me disparage all of all of, you know, uh, a certain (laughs) genre of television. However, there is one show that I have recently become addicted to. It's not, I, I think I'm like 
it, late to the game on it. I don't think it's a brand new show, but it's called, what is it called? It's uh, uh, Reno No Demo, hmm. which is like, I think that's Renovate, right. Renovate, don't demolish. Exactly. And the whole idea is that the, the star of the show is this woman and she runs like a, you know, like a renovation and like uh, interior design business uh, in Texas, in Dallas. And she's got a whole team and she really seems like she knows what she's talking about. And she's also a really good host. You know, she's totally playing to the camera and she's just she's she's very likable. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is that, yeah, you have these people who are like, well, we have like $50,000 to renovate our house, but like we can't demolish the house. You know, we yeah. don't have that kind of money. And you have like, you know, permits and that takes like sometimes like more than a year and the whole thing. So it's like, it's all about like reimagining the house without really like doing much. I mean, sure, you might take out flooring, but you're not going to like take down walls. Yeah. So it's it's like how to make that house that someone is like, Ugh, we hate this house. Mm -hmm. Just like make it better. More of a facelift kind of show. See, I'd be into watching that. And I'm, I'm not a big reality show person, but I do love like interior design. And I, I, I feel like I have instincts for it, but there are certain things where I'm like, I need help. Like, I don't know what to do with this room or yeah. like I'm, I'm actually in that. I'm actually, after I record with you today, I'm, I'm going to be working on our guest bedroom because I, I have a guest coming this weekend who's going to actually stay in our guest bedroom. Nobody has stayed in our guest bedroom yet um, because, like I said, we only have a, I've said this before, we have a single bed in there, which, I mean, eh, it's fine. Some people don't care, but, you know, it's not. I wouldn't care. It, yeah. I mean, it's not a huge deal for a couple nights, but. I feel a little bad because we, you know, there were three queen beds in here, but like the previous owner took all three queen beds. And so I have this single and I, I have a separate, we have a separate kind of in-law unit that she could stay in, but she wants to stay in the house with us. So I'm like, that's fine. Of course. Yeah. You're going to deal with my asshole pets, but yeah, it's, it'll be good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I have to work on that room and that room's just challenging. It's like, I can't, I would love to learn. I have a lot to learn, you know, and I'm, I can do, I can pull a room together in some sense, but yeah. there's something, there are lots of things in my house that I would love to ask an, an expert about. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so this I is exactly one of, it's exactly one of the shows because I'm with you. I, I love before and after stuff. Mm -hmm. Not just houses, but just, you know, anything yeah. where it's like, oh, and look, you know, it's a beautiful butterfly now. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And, and it's so and i mean a demolition would also be fine fine and it's like i'm not doing any of this stuff i'm just a, a a bystander watching but it is always fun because like you the couple like goes away this is all somewhat staged you know mm -hmm. what i mean when they go like well we only have three weeks it's like dude you probably didn't do this in three weeks no. but, you know whatever it's television yeah you know? but like the couple like goes away you know it's it's pretty much always like husband and wife and they've got like these like big old houses in Texas, like where you're just like, gosh, these people have big houses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they don't necessarily do the entire house. They'll be like, okay, like the problem areas are like kitchen, living room, bathroom, or, you know, master bedroom sucks or whatever, you know, that they're, they're always kind of different. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they come back for the big reveal and it's like every time it's a always very dramatic mm -hmm. yeah, it's a dramatic transformation but it's like still the same room mm -hmm. you know nothing really changed all that much it's all cosmetic but it like makes such a difference you know and people are crying 
weird and stuff. It's just great. Oh my gosh, I love While it. While they're crying because like with happiness, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no one is like, well, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, but not everybody cries. I did. There was one person who cried at episode that I. Watched I would last maybe night. cry once my uh, my master bathroom really needs to be renovated, and I might cry like when I when I actually I, I have a vision for when it's it. Done. Oh my god! I mean. Oh, I want it so bad. And it's just, it's so hard. It's like, that is such a big renovation. It's like, I've done some little things and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like it took me a week or whatever, but this is big. Like this is going to take a month. Like I need to retile it. I need a tile guy. I need a, or gal or whatever. I got to go look at tile. I got to go pick things out first. I mean, before yeah. everything. I mean, and, a month if you're lucky. Sounds oh, like, if I'm lucky. Exactly. Yeah. And you got two people on it, but you can only fit two people in the bathroom. So it's like, you kind of can't speed it up anymore with more people because you can't fit them in there. And so right. those are, I mean, sometimes I won't even think about it a lot of the time, but then I'll have days where I like, it's bugging me. Like I want to get this scheduled and I want to get it done. And I think it's this like perfectionist side of me where I, I'll, I'll just see all the flaws, you know, and I'm just like, ah, like this is just bugging me. I want to paint this stair. We have this like one stair that goes down to a little sunroom. And for some reason it wasn't painted. I mean, it's wood, it's like oak. And so it, it's like fine wood, but it's just all stained and it has like a kind of a crack in it. And it just, it needs like a little facelift. And, um, you know, it's not a huge deal. It would take maybe an hour to do it, but there's just a long list of those things. But the bathroom renovation, that is, as a big one, but I do have it on my list to go. It'd be fun to look at tile and like, what do I want? Like, what do I, what do I actually want it to look like? You know, and it's, um, it's a fun process, but anyway, so, so there's this dude, I don't, I don't know how often you read the cut. I don't read it that often because I don't have a subscription and frankly, the, the whole subscription thing is so frustrating. I don't know if you get frustrated with that. I know it's, it's not a new thing, but you read a certain amount of articles, um, on the Atlantic or whatever, and then you get kind of shut out after you read three. Well, yeah. I, I haven't been on the cut in um, like a long time, but I, uh, a friend sent me an article. I don't even know how I found it, but I get, on, I get on the cut and I'm in the middle of reading this article and it like locked me out. Like I didn't even finish reading the one article and then I couldn't finish it. <laughs> but anyway, so there's this dude, and, and you may have heard of this, this has been on social media and stuff, but this guy, he's like, supposedly some kind of like trend forecaster millennial guy his name is sean monahan he's like in his mid-30s but you know he he had like a newsletter and he tried to start a business about this whole like uh sort of trend forecasting thing I, i'm not even going to get into the whole thing but there's just been rumblings of this like new post-pandemic vibe shift which is like what we kind of talked about at the beginning of the show is like yeah how are things going to be on the other side but obviously there is and it's like this guy is getting all this credit for oh, it's, it's going to be a new vibe out there. You know, we're going to get back out in the world and it's just going to be a whole new vibe. And it's like, obviously it will be. Like, I mean, yeah, because like people have been sequestered, wearing sweatpants. No mm -hmm. one's made any huge leap. Anyway, this guy, I don't know much about him, so I, I'm not trying to be disparaging, but he, he probably is like a too cool for school kind of guy. Um, but uh, he did say, which I thought was kind of an interesting, I related to some of the stuff he said. So he basically breaks down that he survived, quote unquote, like three vibe shifts in his lifetime. So there's all these like eh, decades, maybe five years, doesn't have to be a full decade, but like there was like the hipster indie music era, which like we obviously went through from like 
I don't know, 2003, 2009. It was like very arcade fire and like block party and like cocktail bars. And like, then there was like the post-internet techno thing in like 2010. Some of this stuff I don't really relate to, like dressing like the Matrix. I'm like, I never did that. You know, I might've been in those Williamsburg cocktail bars and I was really into block party, sure. But like, I don't know, dressing like the Matrix. I don't know if you ever had friends that did that, but I guess it was a thing. Like the long trench coats. I don't and... pay attention to any of this stuff. So <laughs> you're you're definitely going to school me because I've never heard of this person. I've never dressed like the Matrix. I don't know anybody who has. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's not, I mean, it's I, not... I understand like trends, fashion yeah. trends, and certainly like musical trends. And yes, we try to lump them into decades best we can because yeah. that's just the way that humans do things. But like, okay, so we're, we're nearing a vibe shift, I guess. Mm-hmm. And That's like, yeah, will you, will you survive sort of thing? Yeah, I guess it's like a sea change. I mean, hmm. whatever you want to call it, of course we are. And I just think it's funny. Like I was thinking back on like some of the eras that, you know, I went through, you know, like I went through a, a very gothic kind of stoner artist phase, you know, listened to a lot of Depeche Mode. I wore velvet, you know, like I had my little phase and I, but I also at the same time, like <laughs> played soccer, like very competitively. And I'm like, that's such a weird combo. Like you wouldn't see that in a trend forecast, you know, it's like, I was just being me. Like, I didn't even know that I was doing anything. I just was being me. This is how I felt comfortable. So I think it's kind of a funny way of like encapsulating. It's, it's just like generalizing. And I think it's fun to think about, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, can't you just be an individual? And I mean, I, I don't think I ever really followed. Sure. I, I might have like a trendiness here and there, but like this, this sort of being exactly like a group of people has never really been my jam. But uh, yeah, it wasn't like I was trying to follow some cultural vibe. It was just like me expressing myself as an individual. Anyway, I just say, bring it, whatever it is, vibe shift, sea change, <laughs> we are survivors. So I don't know, email us at Hyatt Have Such a Good Day if you have any thoughts on this. Yeah. If you have any ideas of what kind of vibe we're entering into maybe it's going to be the i don't know fill in the blank vibe i don't know let us know what you I think i think there if if uh and i don't want to speak too soon but if this whole world starts to will continues to open up because we're getting a little bit of a handle on this pandemic that we've been in and we have a long way to go but there are glimmers, right? There are glimmers of hope. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. I don't have to wear a mask at the grocery store legally uh, right now. Um, you know, that, that I would think that that would be a pretty big indicator of there being a lot of new things that come out of it. A lot of oh, new yeah. restaurants that open because restaurants yep. closed before. Or, yeah, you know, certain fashion that emerges because people want to try again after mm -hmm. being sequestered for so long. Like I get, I, I get why that would happen and probably will. I don't know how to predict it, <laughs> but I also, you know, I've got, I've got friends who, you know, they talk about like hot sneakers and stuff. And I'm like, dude, those are ugly. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, know I don't, I, I know what you mean. I just, I just, I, I'm tired. <laughs> I just, it takes so much energy like, to look at sneakers. Well, and that's sort of just an obvious example. There are others sure. where, you know, the, to me, and I don't, I, I'm very much not calling anybody out at all. Yeah. But to me, it's like, it was superficial anyway. Mm -hmm. But the older I get, the more I'm like, 
is that really something that you're thinking about right now? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's, I am getting old. I mean, that's what's going on here. <laughs> Well, I think also we're is. not, it's like, we're home a lot, you know, it's like, I, I do miss a little bit. I, I've always been into fashion for like an artistic expression, but it's for myself. I'm not like trying to show the world. Like I just, I feel comfortable in certain things. And I, I like, I get, it's exciting sometimes to wear a cool pair of sneakers because you feel it's like, it's like something you love and it's like, you're wearing it and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like oh, a million sure. bucks or whatever. That's what, why I lean into it. Um, you know, so I get the cute sneakers thing to some extent, but it's also, yeah, there are a lot more important things to think about, but I have a feeling fashion is going to get really ridiculous because it usually does. I mean, you look at history and, you know, people are going to just want to go nuts. It's like, I already see it when I, when I'm cruising around online, it's like just really wacky silhouettes, you know, just like weird stuff. And, um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I do like these cultural movements. I think they're fascinating, you know, like during times of war, there's a lot of horror movies and there's, like, it's very interesting to see how humans um, do their art during different, you know, phases of, of life and, and the world. I find that fascinating. Um, mm -hmm. So and I did that, I did my, my thesis on that actually about the Black Plague and all the art and literature that came out of that period and it was a, it spawned the renaissance you know so it's like we're gonna have some kind of renaissance of some kind i don't know yeah. how long it'll last but it's pretty that's common that, yeah it's <laughs> like that's our vibe shift exactly some sort of new renaissance and who knows how long we'll has ride the wave defined. and as long as i don't get encompassed by a tsunami which i have to say I am slightly concerned living right on the coast here there's this article that popped up about tsunamis and how every hundred years it happens in the Pacific Northwest. Granted, we are really high on the cliff. A lot of these places that they're like warning, not far from here. And then Oregon coast, Washington coast, you know, there's these cities that are at sea level. So I, I am really grateful where, I mean, I don't know how many feet we are up on the cliff, but we're, we're on a bluff. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be a, a tsunami themed apocalyptic jumpsuit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, best of luck to all. Yep. Uh, Indeed. Uh, on a, on a more fun note, we want to thank our patrons. We love our patrons. Uh, if you're not already a patron, or if you say, what's that? Uh, you can check us out at patreon.com slash have such a good day. It's where you can find out more about uh, us trying to grow our community. Uh, you can directly contribute to the show, which helps us, and uh, you get some fun perks from it. Uh, if you can donate $5 or more, $5 at the minimum, uh, you can join our Discord if you so desire. It's super fun. We're always chatting in there. Um, but you can you can donate at any level. As donate, I guess it's it's more that you're contributing. Part of a community. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, you could think of it as donation if you want, but that's not really the terminology that Patreon uses. But I digress. Uh, we would love to have you again, patreon.com slash have such a good day. And thank you in advance. We're always looking for new patrons. And, uh, you know, you get an ad-free feed. If you don't like ads, well, you won't have them if you're a patron. Um, you might hear them otherwise. And if you can't contribute right now, that is totally cool. Uh, we want to be accessible to all, but now you know your options. And you get the show early. Depends on what happens that week, but most every week you will get the show early if you're a patron. Pretty much all weeks, except when we have meltdowns. Yeah. <laughs> which occasionally uh, which, happens. Which, which We're does not robots. Happen. Yeah. I guess robots but, but, have meltdowns, know. but... 
Well, they have their own kind of meltdowns, <laughs> human-induced usually. Yeah, yeah. So always come back, always come back to the human. Yeah, it sure does. Always, you know, it's a human's fault. <laughs> User error. <laughs> well, Heather, we got a we got a nice little email from Henry, uh, who lives in Livonia, Michigan, and uh, Henry, I think, enjoyed our conversation about pies um, and had a recipe that he wanted to share with us. How could you not enjoy? A conversation about pies so yeah he gave us a recipe it's a no-bake key lime pie. i mean it's, it's pretty it's, it's pretty easy recipe it's a very easy <laughs> recipe yeah it's yeah. a key lime pie 12 ounces of full fat cream cheese please note full fat room temperature one 14 ounce can of condensed milk a half cup of key lime juice which i don't know where you get that but maybe henry you can let us know i've never seen key lime juice um one tub of cool whip and then you mix all the ingredients and pour into a graham cracker crust and then you let it chill in the fridge it sounds delish it i wonder really if key does. lime juice is just like lime juice you know those like you know where you see like it looks like a lime but it's plastic mm -hmm. and it's like lime juice i don't know if oh. key lime and lime when it's a, just a juice are all that different hmm. you know like maybe it's like lemon and meyer lemon i don't i actually know the answer oh interesting well you know it's funny i do have a quick little pie thing henry thank you for writing in that's uh you know i love talking about pies but i actually just a few hours ago ordered another one of those coconut cream pies because i have one of my bffs coming in it's her birthday so i'm gonna surprise her hopefully she won't listen to the show but um it was is again this really strange this place is hilarious it's like they're so cagey about ordering pies. It's, it's like, maybe it's a front, I don't know. But like there's these, these pies on their menu and you call and you go, I wanna pick up a pie on Saturday or whatever. And the woman's like, oh yeah, okay, the coconut cream. You know, I'm gonna have to have a talk with the baker to make sure that we can, we can actually make one of those right now. But I'll call you back. Can I get your information? It's like, Okay. It's like pie supply chain issues yeah. where you're like, I'm come just like, on, just make the pie. What is up with this place? I am so curious. Anyway, I'm getting my pie tomorrow. I'm so excited that oh, you got to try this pie, Sarah. It's so good. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm I am pro pie. There's not a pie that I will, I will turn my nose up at, even though there are some meat? I like more than others. Well, that's, <laughs> that's it's like, not meat that's though. Yeah, yeah, it's like nuts it or just, something. It's it's kind of like it's, uh, it's it's like fruit. I mean, I've had it or something. You know, yeah. um, it's it's funny that you mentioned not that that they're cagey and you're not totally sure why that this bakery that I love going to. It's just it's just I mean I've I've never been to a better bakery when it comes to just like straight up fresh loaves of bread. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you can get nice fresh bread at lots of places, but this is this is something special. And they don't like there's no grocery store that carries their products you can't call ahead they don't you know you can't order for delivery you just have to go there and wait in line that's the deal I mean if you went there first thing in the morning there probably wouldn't be a line but mm -hmm. I didn't go first thing in the morning so it's like unless you're there right when they open like someone's going to be ahead of you it's just the way it is mm -hmm. it's really popular but for a while and it wasn't the case this morning but for a while they were like well no scones for a while <sighs> can't do any scones you know all the bread was still available and hmm. it's like it's not just like oh we make like wheat bread yeah right there's like many different kind of almost sometimes outlandish types of bread sure. where you're like that's a weird bread mm -hmm. wow you're I'm, I, do i want a whole loaf of like cranberry apricot pumpernickel <laughs> you know bread. With like cinnamon <laughs> yeah where you're like it's probably really good but like but yeah a whole eh, loaf mm. 
Yeah, like maybe I'd like for a special occasion or something if I was sharing it. Otherwise, I kind of, you know, I like my staples. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, it was like there weren't any scones. And I'm thinking like, yeah, but this the whole bit like everyone's still working here. I mean, you're churning out like hundreds of and loaves of bread And you probably have a lot day. of wheat flour. I mean, come on, let's be honest. You've probably got vats was, of wheat flour back there. It was like, just what's a the funny problem? thing. There was probably, like, who knows? Like, maybe they had, like, two employees that, like, took time off. Sure. And they were like, ah, oh, the scone people can't yeah, work for a while. Yeah, a lot of it while. is like, a staff shortage. It, it, it totally could be just something no. that's, like, if I just asked, like, there's a very obvious answer. But, <laughs> you know, for a while I was like, but I wanted a scone. Huh. When are the scones coming back? Because <laughs> what I do is I get loaves of bread. Not every time, but I usually, I get my loaves. It's like, I, it's going to take me a while. Like sometimes like a whole loaf I'll freeze and just be like, uh, I'll just, you know, deal with you later kind of thing. It's nice to have. But on the way home, I'll eat the scone mm -hmm. because I want to eat something right away because mm -hmm. it's just like I'm excited. You know, it's I know I have all these good yummy things and they've got like, again, kind of weird, you know, there's like a blueberry lemon vegan something mm. scone. And I, the I'd first the time I got it, that. I was like, yeah, I was like the vegan thing like. There's nothing wrong with vegan food. Some of it is delicious, but I'm like, is the scone gonna be good? And it was. Mm -hmm. It was extremely good. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, we can talk about food all day, but <laughs> in the interest of all y'all's time, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this puppy up. Episode 137. In, in the can. The can. Woo woo. Woo woo. Not the trash can. No. A really good, cool can <laughs> of key lime juice. Mm. Somewhere. Yes, yeah, wherever. I'm not sure where I'm going to find that, but uh, I'll start that, looking. That will maybe be our homework, Heather. Like between <laughs> now and next week when we do this all again, can we find key lime juice? I am going to do some recon and I'm going to report back. Please do. And you should too, Sarah. This, yeah, this is our homework. But in the meantime, I will this week remain Heather, not <laughs> I Sarah. Will Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just get, everybody gets us confused, and so do we. Yep, exactly. Just, just, it's always been that way. <laughs> but yes, this was a lot of fun, and we hope you all have such a good day. Until next time. Later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.